I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week we are talking about, again, the great debate. However. It's not the, it's not the same debate about that we had last week, but just to, before we get started, to follow up because we, I, I told you guys we would. Yes, Trish did start decorating woop for woop. Christmas. La 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 la. We have a tree upstairs. We have a tree downstairs. They're not big by any means. We don't have a big tree, but uh, she did get into the holiday spirit, even though uh, we're still in October. So hey, there's accumulation of snow on the ground outside. So I feel perfectly justified. So. Just, I want to make sure I got that in there for you guys, because I know I said we would. But I know you guys were all sitting on pins and needles waiting to know if I decorated or not. So now you all know that it is a Christmas wonderland at our house. Kind of, sort of, not really, but. So like I said, we, this is the great debate part two. Not but, the same debate. We are actually getting kind of into a little bit of politics and how we can try to be uh, peacemakers about it. It feels like everywhere we turn right now, all we see is division and things trying to divide us. From the news to social media, you can hardly be on any sort of screen without having polarized viewpoints and having a feeling like you have to pick a side. And there's just so much division. And I think that it's easy to let fear control us and help us pick a side, or it's easy to let that division take root in our heart and want to get defensive about our viewpoints or get really opinionated and throw our viewpoints in people's faces. And just how do we live in this time when there's everything but unity and there's everything but peace? And what does that look like as a believer? And it's really hard. I know we're in the the middle of the pandemic. We're coming up on the 2020 uh, election in next week. Granted, I know people more than ever have been voting ahead of time, uh, but actual, you know, election day, voting day, whatever you want to call it is uh, next Tuesday. And just like every other year, and especially every four years in America where we have a presidential election, it gets more heated. And, I've gone about it a, a few different ways over the course of me being able to vote as, with social media and just viewpoints. Growing up, just thinking, you know, okay, Republicans, that's, that's the way I'm going to vote because I'm a Christian. And as I've gotten older and looked at all the viewpoints and not just certain things and you know, not just drawing a party line. I don't necessarily vote Republican straight through. I don't vote Democrat straight through. I, I don't vote all independents. I, I kind of do my best to find what sits right with me in the different races. And over the years of, it seems to get worse and worse the older I get with just how loud people are about it. And how everyone battles each other and 
and and it definitely is more amplified because of social media. But how do we go about getting our viewpoints across while listening to others' viewpoints without being hurtful to each other? Right, because it's so important that we have opinions too and we have our own values and our own beliefs and morals and things that dictate the way we choose to live our life. For me, I've struggled with wanting to post things on social media, for example, or wanting to say things maybe at a kid's sporting event that are polarized and they're divisive and they're not going to accomplish what my ultimate mission is, which is to tell people about Jesus. And so I've really struggled with that over the years where I've been more outspoken about political things on social media or about things to me that are important that maybe aren't political but are divisive. And I've really felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit when I've done it to delete the post or to back down because I just feel like God in my heart is like, is this a hill you want to die on? Is this something that you want to have people know you for. And I think it hit me really hard a few years ago when I was talking to somebody at a sporting event and, and they mentioned, and I was talking about a situation with one of our children and they're like, well, is that why you feel this way about this topic? And I was like, whoa, apparently they're watching what I'm posting on social media and it has nothing to do with the Lord. It's just how I feel about a certain topic. And they're, and they're bringing it up to me. Is this why you feel this way about this? And they're, they're trying to understand why why I was saying what I was saying. And it just, to me, in the moment was eye-opening because they weren't asking me about my faith and they weren't asking me why I believe what I believe, but they were asking me why I feel a certain way about a topic. And I, from then on, kind of retraced my thoughts and retraced my steps and was like, okay, God, I feel really passionately about these things and I don't want to change how I feel about this, but I also don't want it to be what I'm known for. I, I have values that are different than some people, but I don't want it to be what divides us. I don't want it to ever be something that keeps somebody from talking to me because if something's going to keep somebody from talking to me, I want it to be because of who Christ is within me. I want it to be because th- that is what the tension is. I don't want it to be because of some value I have that isn't anything to do with the Lord, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I think, I don't remember how many years ago I've made a post on Facebook where, you know, I made a which you could do this about any politician where I made a comparison to Hitler, you know, and somebody called me out on it and I was like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. And then I went through a period of, I deactivated Facebook every election season because it was easier for me to just shut it off and not see all of the, the banter one way or the other. Right now, I still have mine up, and I kind of find humor in it. <laughs> um, I, I have a, a very wide spectrum of friends and political beliefs, religious beliefs, everything else, a wide spectrum. And some are very, very vocal. And some probably are like me, where they just kind of sit by and watch. And I'm not trying to sound like, oh, we should just all sit by and watch, because... There needs to be, people do need to speak up for their values. And, you know, if they strongly believe in something, then yes, they should, they should speak up for it. Just like we should speak up for our beliefs in, in God. But for, for me personally, I don't want to get into a, a debate 
I would much rather listen to the viewpoints of others. And if they're willing to have a, a conversation, I'll have a conversation because I want to understand no matter what side. I want to understand where they're coming from. The problem, though, with social media is can't really have that conversation without getting heated because you can't understand a tone of voice. And if you make a comment questioning something, they're immediately going to get defensive. And that's the problem to me with what we're living in, not only in the political season, but even just with uh, COVID-19 and people's views on masks, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. So for me personally, I would rather right now, this could change a year from now, right now, I have a Facebook, I have it active. I don't post hardly anything on there, but I read posts and I follow different groups and I, I like to see the viewpoints so that I can come to my own conclusions instead of in the past shying away from it and thinking okay, this is what my conclusion is without hearing all sides of it. Right. And I do think there needs to be people who are forerunners and who are people who are going to go out and be advocates and be people who are voiced in their generation in the political scene. I think that is important. And I personally, for me, I I do like politics. And many times in my life, I felt like I've on that precipice of wanting to go into politics. And I've felt... But I don't want her to. Yeah, Thaddeus doesn't want me to. I do feel like it's something that I really am passionate about and would love to do. And so I do have a lot of opinions about it. However, like I said, I feel like God is more stirring my heart for ministry. And so that's the the leaning I'm taking. But I think that a good reminder for me is in scripture in Romans where it talks about as often as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. And how... I can't always have peace with every person and I can't always have people see things the way I see them and not everybody's going to like me. I don't know why not. Just kidding. Um, But I can't always have people on my side and people who agree with me and that's fine. That's just reality. That's just life. However, as much as it depends on me, I can do my best to pursue peace and be at peace with every single person. And it doesn't mean I give up my values and what I believe and Things I hold close to me is important, but it does mean that I don't have to be divisive about it. And I, I can be protective of my pearls. The Bible talks about casting your pearls before swine and I can protect the things that are sacred to me and have values and beliefs, but not have to put them out for the world to trample over. And, and I think it's important when people around you can ask you questions about why you believe what you believe in, then you can open up and share about it. But social media really isn't the best platform for that. And I think for me, I, I think of social media so much when I think of division because I see so much division on it. And you can hardly read anything on a town forum or on a garage sale website or just on somebody's personal Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter or whatever without there being division or somebody coming at them and disagreeing with them. And you see with public figures all the time where they post something and then they just get tacked and berated for what they believe. And so, and I'm not saying people shouldn't, again, I'm not saying people shouldn't have values and beliefs and post about them. I'm just saying, what hill do you want to die on? Do you want the fact that you're for masks or against masks to be the thing that 
you hold so close that people shut off when you talk because you're so pro-mask or you're so anti-mask that they they can't receive what you say because you're wearing a mask or they can't receive what you say because you're not wearing a mask. And I think the Bible talks about becoming all things to all men so that you might win a few. And and for me personally, I'm not a huge fan of the masks, but if I'm talking with somebody and they value masks a lot and we're just outside of the sporting event, I will throw on a mask just to honor them because if it means that they are willing to have a conversation with me because I'm holding in something that they value, then I think that's a win for both of us. Or vice versa, if they don't value masks, then, you know, I, I don't need to wear my mask and I can value their, who they are in the conversation we're having over whatever my value is in the moment. And that's just a, a slight example and probably not the best one because that's a very polarized subject right now. But I think it is an important subject because I've, I see and I even hear it from my kids and I hear it around town and I see it all over the division that comes with masks. And so I just, I'm like, God, I don't know what hill I want to die on. And I just know that I want my life to be a life that brings glory to you. So whatever that looks like. I think what it comes down to you as another example of just the division of the election. And yes, it's very important to vote. If you can vote to, you know, try to get out and vote next Tuesday or earlier if possible, it is important. It is uh, something as a as a, a citizen that you have that right to do, and it's it's a it's a responsibility. But that being said, you shouldn't get bullied into voting one way or the other. Every single election is the most important election, right? You you hear this year's oh, it's the most important election. Well, so is four years ago, so was eight years ago, so was 12 years ago, etc. You shouldn't get bullied into, no matter what side you're on, oh, you, even if you don't agree with this, you need to vote for it because you don't want the other side or vice versa. You yourself, it's important to vote. It's important to be informed and to, to really make that decision on your own and not just, okay, uh, my friends all say that I should I should vote Republican, so I'm gonna vote Republican. My parents all say, oh, we need to we need to vote Trump out, so just vote Biden, even if you don't like him. And I'm not saying my parents are saying that or my friends are saying that. I'm just using general statements here. Just because someone's adamant that you need to get the, make sure the other person doesn't win, doesn't mean you have to vote that same way. You need to take it upon yourself to do your research and to to use your convictions for yourself. Trisha and I might not agree on everything. I'm not. I don't. Who, I don't even know yet who I'm going to vote for president. Personally, don't like either candidate, and I'm not afraid to say that. I know a lot of people are going to tell me I I should vote one way or the other, but personally, not a fan of either. I say either, which is a shame that we really only have two choices, but. That's not to say I won't vote for a third choice. You know, like we're never going to have more than two legitimate choices if everybody just says we only have two choices. That's a longer uh, discussion, maybe for a different, different conversation. <laughs> a different day. But, but it's true. It's true. And if I really don't feel convicted to vote for either of the two primary candidates, I have no nothing wrong with in my heart in mind to vote 
or a third party who aligns up more with what I believe or to not vote for that specific election, whether it's president or a senator or a, or representative. I think it's important. The Bible talks about like letting your yes be yes and your no be no. And it's important that you, I know it just seems like you're just circling, you know, filling in a circle on a piece of paper, but it's important that when you cast your vote that you have a clear conscience about it. And so if for some that might not be voting for the options are given or for some it's voting a particular option because I think it's just important to follow what the Holy Spirit is prompting you and your spirit man to do and to let your yes be yes be confident that this is what you feel like you're supposed to do instead of just feeling like it's a gray area or feeling slimy about it. And I think the the person you have to live with when the election's over is yourself because no matter what, the Bible doesn't tell us vote Republican, vote Democrat, vote third party. It gives us values and beliefs, of course, but what it tells us politically speaking is that Jesus is the one on the throne. And so no matter who wins in the race, Jesus is still on the throne and he's still establishing his kingdom on earth through you, a vessel, and you are a walking sanctuary, a walking tabernacle. You are the church living on earth. And so it's more important that we're representing ourselves as, as Christ's vessels than it is that we're representing ourselves as a political party. And so just when you go to bed at night that your conscience is, is fine, like what you're posting on social media or whatever, that you feel good with yourself. And I think that for me in this season, that's something I'm trying to do. And it's really hard for me because there's moments that I feel fiery and I want to post things political. And if I do, I can delete it because there's that option. But it doesn't mean that in that window of time that somebody wouldn't see it that would be turned off from the Lord. So anyways, all that to say, just we, we're we not telling you which party to vote. We're not telling you anything. We're saying there is hope because Jesus is on the throne and he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and he has all authority. And so we can have peace in our spirit knowing that. But then from there, the choices we make are important here on earth and to follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit inside of you is important too. We have another week ahead before the elections are over. So we we may jump more into a little bit of politics here next week. Maybe we'll follow up afterwards. We will kind of feel it out and see see where things are at, see what's on our hearts to talk about. But more than likely next week, we're talking politics again. So until next week, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.